Hey everyone, welcome to Taylor's Era's Era podcast, where we talk all things Taylor Swift Era's tour. My name is Libby. I am your host. I have been a Swifty since 2006 in her debut era. Today we are talking about her Taylor's last weekend of era tour, which was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 23rd and 24th at the U.S. State uh, Bank Stadium. The name is, yes, U.S. Bank Stadium. So there wasn't really too, too much that kind of went down. Um, this weekend, I mean, a lot of it, I feel like was like the surprise songs. Um, she did, which was really cool. She released a little like reel, um, on, uh, Instagram, um, and Twitter that had her opening, um, like the, uh, speak now vinyl. And it had like, it had like eight seconds of the new version of mine, mine Taylor's version, which was really cool because that was like the music that went along with her. She was in the Lover, um, like one piece from the concert. People were a little bit confused by that. So that was kind of really cool because we got like 10 second glimpse of the Taylor, our mind Taylor's version from Speak Now Taylor's version, which gets released July 7th. So 12 days um, from when I'm recording this on June 25th. Um, so that was really cool. It was just like her opening and just showing off the Speak Now Taylor's version final. And so that was a little something cool that happened. But Back to the actual Eras tour on this weekend in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So the first night she did, I don't know if it's something she is doing every weekend now, but after Cruel Summer and before she goes into the man, she does a little speech. And on Friday night, she decided again, I think this is her third time, that she pointed at the crowd, different parts of the crowd, sections of the crowd and tried to get and like had them like scream and see who could be the loudest. Um, and so I don't know if she's doing that now at every concert. Don't know. I don't know if she did it Saturday because I was with my sister. So I wasn't able to watch the Eras tour as close as I normally do. I did watch bits and pieces of it, but I was with my sister doing designated sister family time that we had planned. Um, so I wasn't able I wasn't able to watch it as closely as I normally do. I normally like have it pulled up and I'm watching like the whole thing. So that is that. But she did wear the black suit top during the man on Friday night, which is like my favorite top of hers for the man. I think the black one just looks so cool. Um, but the best part of the night was hands down the surprise songs and she did do the guitar. She did start on the guitar and do the piano as she normally does, um, except for a few times that have been the exception to that rule. Um, so she starts out on the guitar and she does do a speech and she starts talking about how 
she didn't realize when she started on this adventure of playing two different songs every night of the airs to her how hard it would be and how wordy her songs are. She made a little joke about, like, she's like, I didn't realize how wordy my songs are. And, you know, it's a little bit trickier than I thought playing two different songs every night. Um, and then she also goes on to say about how she has been amazed at how much love the album, the Lover album has gotten recently, even though it's been how many years since it's been um, released. And also how much like support it's gotten recently. And because I mean, Cruel Summer has been going off the charts. I mean, it's now a summer single as of July, uh, June 21st. So, a radio single. So then she was like, I've had a lot of people, a lot of people request this certain song. And I've only seen a couple people on social media that I've seen request it. it especially, I haven't seen a lot, especially compared to some of the other songs like Getaway Car and Death by a Thousand Cuts. But apparently a lot of people have requested this song I'm about to say because she... Definitely said more than once. She, I mean, she repeated herself saying like a ton of people have requested the song. And then she was like, then she paused and she was like, I think it's time I play Paper Rings. And to tell you, the stadium flipped out. The crowd literally went wild. Like it was insane. And it was so cool because I love Paper Rings. I love the song Paper Rings, and I didn't realize how many other Swifties cherish that song like I do. So to see the reaction from the crowd, just the, it just it made my heart melt because I've loved that song. Like the moment the Lover album came out and I listened to it in the Walmart parking lot, I have Loved it. It was one of my top songs off of that album. I played it repeatedly. I love it. And like, I just didn't think a lot of people cherished that song off of Lover like I did. I feel like a lot of people had other favorites from the album. And it was kind of one of those that were at the bottom for a lot of people on that album. So to see the reaction, it was just, it was such a beautiful moment. I mean, for like the first, like, I felt like 15 seconds she was playing the song. All I could hear was the crowd screaming. Because, like, I just, I couldn't hear a single lyric she said at first. Because the, the crowd was just screaming so hard. Um, it was really cool. I just, it was so beautiful acoustically on the guitar. And with the crowd, like, it, I just wish I could have been there in person. It was beautiful. It truly was. And then she went on her, to the piano. And she did no introduction and she started straight into if this was a movie. And it's not one of my top songs from her. I do love it because I love anything Taylor Swift. And it was such, it, it was a cool song to hear on the piano acoustically. It, it, it really was beautiful. And the crowd truly, you could, I mean, 
when you think Taylor Swift, you don't think of that song. Like, I mean, that's not, that's not like the Taylor Swift song when you think of Taylor Swift. Like, and it's one of her other ones, you know, and it's just, I feel like it's one that definitely gets overlooked by a lot of people. Um, and to still see the crowd just love it and get into it and just see her connect to the, it's just, and you could tell she was just so in tune to the song and just feeling the lyrics she was saying. You could just, even through the grainy, terrible TikTok live I was watching, you could still feel the emotion coming off of her as she sang every single lyric. That's one thing I love about Taylor Swift. She just, she feels what she sings and just brings it to you. And it's just, oh, it's, it was incredible. Um, Night two, nothing super super big happened besides um the surprise song. I do have to mention night one, Girl in Red and Gracie Abrams were her openers. Night one, June 23rd. Um, and then night two, June 24th, her openers were Girl in Red and Owen. Um, so Again tonight, too, the only big things that did happen were the surprise songs. And then according to TikTok, it did rain at the end when they were leaving. Um, I did see it, a couple of TikToks of it pouring pretty decently heavily as they were leaving the stadium and heading home. Um, like I said, I was with my sister, so I didn't get to really see too, too much of, the con of, of it. Um, I saw decent chunks and pieces of it. So I didn't see at the end. I don't think it actually rained during the concert, though, um, from what I could tell. Um, and I didn't see that on her Taylor's Instagram post either, um, which I will get to her Instagram post thanking the crowd and everything in a minute. Um, so her surprise songs for night two, she did do guitar and then piano as normal. Um, and she did do a speech when she got up with the guitar. She was wearing her pink surprise outfit, um, surprise song outfit. And I couldn't really hear it too well from the TikTok live. Um, but what I gathered from it, she was talking about um, the recording process and how Great the fans have been supporting her through it and her passion project of recording her albums and owning her music. Um, and then she goes into why she does what she does. And she kind of talked about how she just loves everyone and wants everyone to extend that love to not only in person but on the internet too. And then goes into singing Dear John. I think that was kind of just saying, like, don't go on the internet and just attack John. Like, I'm singing this song just because I'm so proud of it. I love it. I wrote it in a time, like, it's off of my self, completely self-written album that I put my blood, sweat, and tears into. I'm super proud of this song, super proud of the album, and I want to sing this song. But I don't want you guys to go be mean and attack John on the internet. It was kind of the vibe I was getting from the speech I was listening to on a really bad audio and grainy TikTok live. So that's that. But then she goes to the piano and she goes straight into daylight. 
And I have to tell you, both of these songs just got such big reactions. I, I mean, Dear John, like, I knew people wanted that song. I saw quite a few TikToks just waiting with people just being like, when's she going to do it? When's she going to do it? Like, Taylor, we need Dear John. Like, when are you going to play Dear John? That needs to be a surprise song. So I knew people were, there were a handful of people gunning to have Dear John as a surprise song. Um, so the thing, and I mean, she definitely delivered. It was beautiful performance. Cusickly on the guitar. So incredible. And you could definitely just hear the fans just singing along and just feeling it with her. Um, and it's like, you could definitely tell Dear John, like, you could definitely tell when she, in, like, when she goes into a surprise song by the reaction of the fans. You can... You can tell when the song is very heavily coveted and requested and when like it's an amazing Taylor Swift song and they're just happy she's playing it. Like you can tell between a few of the like heavily, highly coveted surprise songs. And I have to say Dear John was definitely one of them. Paper Rings was almost there. And then like Getaway Car was definitely a big one. Um, so like there, I mean, you can definitely tell a difference when, like, it's a highly coveted song and when, like, it's just a loved Taylor Swift song. But obviously, no matter what song she plays, people are going to be cheering and happy and uh, amazed. Um, and then, but she did go to the piano and go straight into Daylight, like I said. Um, that one was obviously, like, there was a nice reaction, but it definitely was not, to me, the reaction I thought Dear John got, which makes sense because I feel like John, John, Dear John was a more coveted surprise song than Daylight. I have seen a few people want it on TikTok, but definitely not as many as Dear John. Um, and I do have to say, Daylight on the Piano, I'm. it was really good acoustically on the piano, but I'm not, I'm not sure... If I like the acoustic version more, most of the time I can, sometimes depending on the song, I'm kind of torn. And this one I'm definitely torn on because I kind of honestly really would much rather prefer the non-acoustic version. But then again, I mean, if Taylor's going to play it, I'm going to be listening to it. Like, it's just, it is what it is. But like... I don't know. Like, it was really good acoustically. But, I mean, it's one that I definitely... I'm kind of leaning more toward the non-acoustic version. But, I mean... I'll take either one because I just... I, I love... I love Taylor Swift. But, um... Now we're going to go into her... Uh, thank you... Uh, post. So the first photo she posted, she posted a few. The first photo she voted are the like main photo of the thank you was her in her lover outfit. Um, lover era outfit, like showing off her muscles during the man speech. Um, her new lover outfit that has like the blue tassels hanging down from it. 
and it says, got to play shows for some of the most generous crowds this weekend in Minneapolis. Three smiley faces. Love every second of it. Thanks to everyone there. And now we're so close to speak now. My version, exclamation point. Only 12 days left. See you soon, Cincinnati. So not as big and wordy as her other ones. And there's also, I'm assuming since Speak Now is coming out, that's why she has like the three smiley faces um, and has no like, because the last one, last thank you post, the last two thank you posts besides this one, previous to this one, had um, five of some type of letter. So I don't know if after Speak Now comes out, then she'll be doing 1989. I'm hinting at that, but um, that was uh, her thank you, um, which is really cool. Some of the other photos for it, uh, there is one with the girls during their reputation era um, dancing. Uh, one with her in her um, Evermore outfit, purple Evermore outfit. Uh, one during um, Vigilante of her. Another one of Lover. Um, one of her during Wildest Dreams in 1989. One of them during their kick line during the Red, during 22, during the Red Era. So, um... But you can definitely tell the last, um, the last couple of posts besides that kind of hint toward 1989. So I really do think that's the next one we're recording. We're going to get when we get it and when the announcement happens, who knows? Um, so, and then there is, there was one celebrity that was there and it is, I, I I honestly feel so bad because I never heard of this person before until I saw someone on TikTok post about him being at the Ares tour in the VIP tent, and it's David Haubor, H A R B O U R. Um, they were the only one that I heard celebrity wise was there. Um, and I feel bad because, like I said, I, that name didn't ring or really ring a bell when I saw this, um, but he is in Stranger Things is what I found out, and I, I've never watched Stranger Things, no shame to it for anyone who's hated it. Right, for anyone who watches it, please don't come at me. I just, not my cup of tea. Um, so, but that was the one celebrity I saw that was there at the Arrows Tour this weekend in Minneapolis. Um, and now we're going to speak now is coming out in 12 days. I do want to do a little special thing for the last few minutes of this podcast and go over my top five songs from speak now and this was really really hard to do we're gonna start with number five and we're gonna go to number one so i am picking from the deluxe album um which came out 
in 2010. Um, the Lexa album came out October 25th, 2010. Um, so we're gonna we're we're gonna go through that. So I'm. This was really, 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 really hard to do. Um, it, it it was really, really hard. Okay, so number five, and now I I might change this in like two months. I might change this in twelve days. In twelve days, when she comes out with Taylor's version, speaking of Taylor's version, I may be changing this. But okay, number five, we're gonna go with Dear John. Don't ask me why. I just. Okay, I do kind of know why. I kind of do truly relate to it with the relationship that I've been in. And it does hit me in the feels and gets me. So I just, number five is going to be Dear John. It's going to be Dear John because it's not the top, not my all-time favorite from this album. Which many of you, if you know me, you probably know what my favorite from Sweet Now already is. It is literally my favorite song ever of Taylor Swift that I can say to this moment, but we're going to have Dear John as number five. Um, and number four, we're going to have we're going to have ours. Ours. We're going to have ours. I I don't know. That song just always just, it gets me. It gets me. It gets me. I just, I've always loved it. It's just such a sweet song. So I'm going to put it at number four. This is, this is really hard. Like I tell you, this is probably one of my top two favorite albums of Taylor Swift. And so this is hard. Number three, we're gonna go with mean. We're gonna go with mean. I kid you not, the amount of times I karaoke did that song, if Taylor Swift got a dollar for every time I karaoke did that song, she would literally have at least a million dollars. At least. I karaoke to that song so many times. It is just something I especially during that time when it came out I was going through a traumatic event at school and I just related it to so much and it just it got me so that's number three me number two is gonna be long live the moment she plays that song for surprise song I'm going to lose my crap. That song is just, oh, it is so, such a work of art. So incredible, so ingenious, such, it just, it gives you all the feels. It just it is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. It truly is. 
Um, and so that leaves us with number one. But before I do, I'm going to do an honorable mention because this one, I, 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 I almost, I almost had to put it. I almost did. I almost, I, it barely didn't make it. The story of us. The story of us almost, almost made this cut. It barely didn't make the cut. Um, number one, and arguably probably my number one Taylor Swift song in history of Taylor Swift songs is mine. Mine arguably, like I said, is my favorite hands down from Speak Now. But it is arguably probably my favorite Taylor Swift song in the whole wide world. Uh, I, that song came out as a single on the radio in a time in my life when I was going through so much tor turmoil and torment and just struggles. And I just heard it on the radio a new song from my favorite artist and I just, I cried and I just couldn't stop listening to it because I was in such a dark place and it just lifted me up and gave me hope and peace and comfort in such a dark, dark time. And I will never forget that never in my life. And that song just, when she played it as a surprise song and I wasn't there, I still cried over the grainy, terrible visual and audible TikTok live. Like I, I bawled, I bawled. It was beautiful and it's a beautiful song. I love it. All Taylor Swift songs are beautiful and incredible and works of art. That is going to wrap up for this episode of Taylor's Era's Era podcast. Don't forget to uh, stay tuned for next week's podcast um, where I will be, again, going over her stuff that happens over this next weekend with her performances and then anything else that comes up in the meantime and then also doing a little special thing too like I did with the top from Speak Now. She will be in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, June 30th, Friday, June 30th, and Saturday, July 1st at Paycor Stadium. So I will be back next week. Stay thrifty.